0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow degenerates, to the number one sports gambling podcast out there in any universe, but especially this one. It's Betting the Diagonal. I'm your boy, Morgan, a.k.a. Mo Watts 26 with my boy, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. Billy Football, Billy FFD. How are we doing, Billy?
1: I've had better weeks. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> not going to lie.
0: I divulge a little bit. What's going on? What's wrong? Listen,
1: talk to talk to Doctor Morgan here. I'll give the full breakdown. But uh, I went zero and seven on my Saturday card. Didn't put an NFL card out because I didn't feel feel confident. I'll get into it. I, how How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Hopefully, I'm feeling even day. keel.
0: Even keel. We're breaking. I broke even. It was a pretty solid weekend nothing too crazy no ups no downs had a couple heartbreaks but and i went against my gut a couple times which i talked myself out of for stupid reasons because i faded you So That's fair, it, just, it's it, backfired. fair. It, backfired. it backfired but you know it's karma i guess i deserve awesome. that
1: i mean it was fun to have the nfl back especially i'm a big fantasy guy it was fun um you know the nfl did better for me than college did but not good enough to make me feel good uh but it is what it is um before we go into picks i want to break something down for you guys i want to clear the air because when i when i have a bad day like i did on saturday and really sunday i i didn't do well you didn't see it but privately i i still gambled because you know i'm trying to work myself out of the rut trying to get myself back together um get
0: some money back
1: <laughs> yeah you know try to build my bankroll after a brutal day uh listen i went oh seven officially but it was worse than that. I live bets, other things. It just it didn't work out. Listen, uh, I just wanted to clear the air a little bit. You know, I want to you know make things right. Apologize to the fans. You know, because our, what, what were you gonna say?
0: to say our boy went from down bad to down astronomically bad.
1: Yeah, Morgan, <laughs> Oma, Morgan Oma felt bad for me. He felt so bad for me to the point I called him on Sunday morning. Little, you know, I want a little pep talk. That's all I wanted. I was about to go live on Instagram for FFD. I want a little pep talk from my boy? You know what I got? A voicemail. I got a voicemail.
0: I was, now. I was out cold. I it do remember looking is. over. I do remember looking over and seeing my phone and be like, "Why the fuck is Billy calling me right now? <laughs> he knows I'm asleep.
1: <laughs> what uh, is listen. going
0: on?" But so, we've all had those days. They happen.
1: Yeah. So when I have a card like that, and my mind is going full tilt i'm not gonna put a card up on sunday no matter if it's the super bowl or it's fucking week one of the nfl because i don't feel confident in giving the picks and like what we do as a podcast and as just putting picks on the internet like it's we we gave out that phrase it's just money it's not just money it's my hard-earned <laughs> money that i've worked for and that you worked for as well for the people back at home so i, like I don't like to see it go away yeah, I don't want to see it go away. I don't want to see your, the fans, our haters, whatever it is, whatever you guys are listening to us. I don't want to see you guys lose money either. Um, I felt so tilted after Saturday night. I went chasing after the zero and seven. Got went dug a deep deeper hole. Things things we tell everybody don't do. But you know, in my heart, I felt like, hey, I'll get out of this. I'll just throw a couple of this, a little bit of that. Didn't work. Um. And you add in the fact on Sunday, you know, I do the DFS article every week. I didn't have one DF, DFS lineup hit. I was told it was the worst DFS lineup in the history of DFS lineups. <laughs> and I don't disagree. It was a good lineup. The matchups were correct. I did all the work, all the homework, all, all the research. Sometimes it just doesn't do right. So, uh, you know, first off, when you're talking shit, just know I worked hard on it. It wasn't just me throwing random names out of a hat. You know, I spent 26 hours on that fucking article. It's not—it's not a fun thing for me to give you guys losing picks, losing lineups, but it's something. It's part of gambling, and like I learned from it, I—I I know better than like to just throw out my card on Sunday morning. Like, okay, well, you know, I did go on seven, but uh, here are some more losing picks for you guys. No, I—I'm a better man than that. I know when I'm having a rough time. Um, our producer Joe, is like, hey, you really didn't put a card, I'm like. You were with me the last 24 hours. How could I? How could I put a card out and be confident in myself? Cause it's confidence. It's a confidence thing for me. But Morgan's like, oh, at least I, at least I put a card up. did you know, I didn't tweet anything. <laughs> I said, my boy, I needed help. I needed help from you. I needed help. You couldn't. I was, I was sitting on an island by myself. Um, there was a, a point where I couldn't even fade myself. So you know, I just wanted to clear the air. I'm, I'm upset. I wasn't there for you guys. For NFL kickoff. Uh, I'm not as tilted as I was. You know, I privately hit the Raiders money line, which we talked about on Thursday's episode. I took the Steelers,
0: which I was stupid and I faded you because you were so cold.
1: But, well, it's a fair Raiders. thing. You know, it's a fair thing. I took the Steelers to cover. They they won out. Right. You know, I, I started to get my legs back. The Browns, I had money line and they should have won outright. But the punter ruined my life. Sitting in a room, <laughs> sitting in a room filled with Browns fans. It was not fun. Um,
0: Must be an Ohio thing
1: Yeah, listen, Ohio, it's not for gamblers, I guess I don't know, it's definitely not <laughs> for lovers, sure, but it ain't for gamblers I just, I'm
0: pretty sure Ohio is for lovers, but it's not for gamblers
1: <laughs> It ain't for lovers they, or gamblers, I, think, I found I, I'm neither sure
0: uh, Hawthorne Heights taught me that one a long, long yeah. time I think That was in my uh, emo phase when I was in high school
1: I, I'll say I was a little upset the entire weekend I went to a couple bars, had live bands, didn't hear that song once a little that's, cr- that's
0: criminal right there
1: yeah, well, it is what it is. But like That's I said, like, I just want to apologize.
0: country roads when you're in West Virginia. They just they go hand in hand.
1: There's things you got to do, you know? Like I said, I just want to apologize. Move forward. It's a new week. It's a new slate of games. And I'm ready to go. I got picks again. Um, I'm back, boys. I'm back. That's, That's all I got to say. I'm back.
0: That's the energy we want to bring this week. Every week's a brand new week. We start fresh. The slate is clean. We wipe it away. It's gone. We're shoveling it out of here. The shit is out. Now we start fresh. We bring in new picks. We're in week two of the NFL season. It feels like the season's flying by already. Before we know it, it's going to be over already. This is unbelievable. You have a game tomorrow. I cannot wait. I am pumped to see the two shitty teams play. Uh, The Giants and the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins. I'm not touching it. They stink. Um, no, I'm, not, prob-
1: I'm not on the game either.
0: I'll probably have something, maybe a little tiny guy play out there, but nothing crazy happening for that game. I have um, some
1: trends if you want for the NFL for week one. I don't know if you wrote them down.
0: I do not go for
1: I, it. I, I told you it's a new week and come prepared. I'm ready to go. Love it. Uh, Love it. Dogs against the spread last week were twelve and four. Dogs. dogs killed it last week. Yep. Absolutely killed it. Which is wild because almost every year week one is the favorite week, you know. So it wasn't fun for me because I was going with the trend over the past few years. Uh they were also nine and seven straight up. Uh unders nine and seven in week one, and they needed two overtime games to hit the over on the other two. So really unders were the right play. Um home versus a waste was straight up even uh straight up matchups were eight and eight. But against the spread, nine and seven favor of the away team. A little interesting fun fact. See if that continues. Uh, when something like that happens, I don't really consider it a trend until like three or four weeks. So I'm not riding with like, oh, if dogs covered last week. They're going to keep covering. I'm just going to go with what I think is right.
0: No, I, I think that's really strong. I like that. There were some really interesting things. I kept seeing the dog thing all over. Twitter and socials everywhere this past week, and I was like, "This and like you just said, it all week one is a favorites week. It favors the favorites consistently. It made for some awesome football this past week. Like there were some awesome games. You know that that Monday night game was awesome between the Ravens and the Raiders. (laughs) That was a great game. You know the Rams game. The Rams offense looked awesome. Like that was a fun game to watch. My Eagles. Where (laughs) did that come from? That that, like that was our Super Bowl right
1: there. Was that a fluke or is that a
0: I will say, and I am everyone knows I am I am not a Jalen Hurts guy. I'm not a Jalen Hurts you fan. Are now, I know aren't you. I was impressed. I will I will admit when I'm wrong. I was thoroughly impressed by him. Um, he sat at 51% completion percentage last year. He was at 77 percent in this game. Yes, it was one game, okay. but he looked good. He looked really good. Um, our offensive line looked dominant again. Jordan Maiolada. My God, that Aussie, he is a
1: beast. Yeah, he was good. Uh, I, I just, went back, watched the whole game.
0: Oh, my God. That dude is an animal. I kept saying for years that they need to put him out at fullback until he's ready to go at left tackle. Uh, Devontae Smith, again, another one. Wasn't super huge on Devontae Smith during the draft show, even mock draft when I did. I had him, I believe, pick 18 to the Giants. Devontae belongs. He belongs in the NFL. He's going to be a good receiver for a long time. Yeah. Um, he reminds big me a lot. He is big enough. He reminds me a lot of Isaac Bruce and Marvin Harrison out there. Uh, so, I mean, I will, I admit when I'm wrong, I'm the bigger man. Um, there were some good things though. You know, Dallas lost. Love to see that. Uh, the champs, they looked like the champs. Big loss losing Sean Murphy bunting though. So we'll see how that happens, what it was all there.
1: Um, I got a little play on that this, this week. We'll talk I about it as, when it gets there.
0: I do as well, but it might be a different play. Um, you know, the chiefs. That Chiefs-Browns game was pretty freaking great to watch also. Like you said, Browns threw away a game that they should have won. Um, but Mahomes did Mahomes things. They weren't – there was a fun thing with them that would play that They actually had their fewest 20-yard plays in a game in three seasons, which was pretty interesting to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were like – they were trying to figure out how to stop Tyreek. And I'm like, you can't. There's nothing you can do. You can just contain him. Like, if you put four, three or four guys on him, they're just going to go to Kelsey 12 times. Like – you know. So
0: Kelsey was eating. It was, that game was, I was watching that game with a couple of buddies and it was actually driving me crazy because one of the guys who, you know who it is, uh, I won't, sh- I won't put him on blast out here on the episode right now, but he kept yelling, oh, it's the cheetah, the cheetah, the cheetah, and I was going <laughs> crazy and I wanted to punch him the entire time, um, but uh, Tyreek Hill put up some big plays, so it was pretty awesome, um, but let's get into some picks, you know, let's go, that's what we're here for, that's what the people are here for. Let's do, we'll do some alternating picks. Billy, you want to lead us off with your top first pick of the week? Uh,
1: my top pick? It's gonna to be yeah, tight. Top
0: pick, first pick. You give, we will go right pick. down the side. I'll, give, of I'll
1: give you my top pick. I'll give you my top pick. Broncos minus six against the Jaguars. Um, the Broncos are better than Texans, with or without Jerry Judy. Uh, their defense is far better than Texans defense. Uh, if you didn't know, you live under a rock. Everybody thought the Jaguars, including us, we thought the Jaguars to have one win on their season would be against the Texans. That didn't happen. The Texans look like a Super Bowl team compared to the Jack Wise. Um, listen, Trevor Lawrence, three interceptions, tough first day, threw the ball 51 times. It's, it reminds me a lot. It reminds me a lot of what happened last year with Jill Burrow, where the offensive line can't hold for more than half of a second. They look worse than they did last year. That's real hard to do. Um, as long as you're getting this game under a seven-point spread, I think it's a no-brainer, at least for me. That's where I'm willing to go. I'll, if anything over seven, I'm going to pass, because the line is moving towards six-and-a-half, and it's about to go to seven. Um, I'm going to fade Urban Meyer for the rest of eternity. He is he is on the Adam Gates level of coaching through week one. That's how bad he was as a coach. He should stick to uh, stick to recruiting, recruiting some uh, some convicted felons. Listen, here at
0: just opened out up opened up in Southern California.
1: Yeah, and he said, "Oh, I'm, you know, my heart's with the Jaguars." Literally the day after he's <laughs> he was heard in the locker room saying, "I'm not sure if my heart's in this anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Your heart's still in it? You sure? Uh, listen, if Mark Ingram can have a day against the Jags, just imagine what Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams can do against this defense. Uh, Noah Font is going to step up big, create. Create a mismatch nightmare for uh, the Jaguars' uh, secondary, and the Broncos should win by double digits. I don't see any way they don't. That's my pick: Broncos minus six.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that pick an awful lot. Um, I said it before. I said I'll say it again. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to. I, I will also say I said this about Joe Burrow last year, but I'm not as. I don't think I'm as big on Joe uh, Trevor Lawrence as everybody else seems to be. You know, I just like you said that that offensive line is going to be a problem, and you saw what happened with Joe Burrow last year. Yeah, pop goes the ACL.
1: Yep, I was in. I was in the Hall of Fame this weekend. Made sure to take a picture of the number one overall pick card. This way, I can say the biggest bust of all time. But that's neither here nor there. What do you got for us, Morgan?
0: Not bad. So I'll give. I'll go with my favorite play of the week right now. uh, Before we get into other ones, my favorite one I have is going to be the Cowboys Chargers over fifty-five. Um. These two teams have some of the best passing attacks in all football. And, yes, the Cowboys just lost uh, Michael Gallup for possibly the season, if not a long time. Uh, however, Dak Prescott looked like Dak Prescott. The guy who's going to throw 450 yards for every single game. He went for 403 with three touchdowns. The duo of CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper went 20 catches, 253 or 243 yards, and three touchdowns. Go to the other side of the ball. The Chargers are no slouches either. Justin Herbert loves to sling that ball around. He's got a cannon. That trio of Eckler, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen went for two over two hundred yards combined and a touchdown as well. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Uh, as of about five hours ago, Dallas lost their key, def- their best defensive lineman, Demarcus Lawrence, to a broken leg. Massive injury for a team that already can't get a ton of pass rush as it is, and has a questionable secondary. Um, last week, when the Chargers we're playing Washington. Washington does not have nearly as good an offensive line as uh, Dallas does with Tyron Smith. So I think Joey Bosa is going to be neutralized a little bit more. Um, you're not going to see as much pressure. Where Joey Bosa looked phenomenal last weekend just tearing up that Washington line. So I think you're really going to see a lot of big plays coming in this game. Both of these secondaries aren't that great. Um, both cor- cornerback, their best players are you for Dallas are their linebackers on the sa- defensive side. For Los Angeles, it's their safeties. That's nobody to cover the wide receivers, and I also think that Zeke is going to get much more involved in this game as well. I don't think he might go for a hundred, but I think he's going to get more than ten touches. You know, he's going to see the ball a little bit. And Eckler is going to find the ball, and Justin Williams—I'm sorry, Justin Jackson—is a pretty nice complement running back, and he's going to see some action too. I know, fantasy guy, you don't love him.
1: Justin Jackson is the third running back. Larry Roundtree is yeah. the second guy. I do have yeah. a stat when you're done about this game. Uh,
0: yeah, definitely. So, with that, last thing I'll have on that. What I love about this game. Um, both of these teams last season were nine and seven over under so i'm gonna hit that over i think this is going to be a shootout i think we're looking at like a 40 to 30 kind of game in this one
1: yeah no i i don't disagree with the pick at all i did re i was just like doing some research on uh tonight on where the handles going how many bets are going to it uh real quick the total went from 50 and a half when it opened and it's up to 55 and a half which kind of worries me a little bit i feel like at this point there's a little bit of value on the under. But like I you said, I agree. I'm not I'm not gonna bet it either way on the over under. Um but it says here eighty percent of the bets are on the over with ninety seven percent of the money on the over. So you know sometimes it's worth paying the public, but the public the public is right sometimes. And I personally I, I would lean the over as well. I, I, I do like the bet. I think it's pretty good. I don't hate that. I'm just a little worried about the number. And I have another one it's that big, you're going to absolutely hate. I, I look number, the picks. but
0: each of these teams have hit 50, 50 numbers, 50-plus 50 numbers, a pretty decent clip, which yeah. is one of the things I really like about it.
1: One, one side note that worried me a little bit, in a, at least from a fantasy aspect, was that Austin Eckler didn't get one target last week. That was a little strange.
0: It was weird. Definitely a very, very weird game.
1: Yeah, He'll it, it'll, it'll definitely get some work this week in the passing game just because, you know... Dallas defense is not nearly as good as Washington, but
0: I think you also, in that one, you have a new first game head coach. Also, Brandon Staley, first game, in the NFL he's offensive mind, you know, learning how to use his weapons, the, the ebb and flow of a game. I think Ken Wisenhunt is their OC. Uh, I'm not certain on that one, but I think it's Wisenhunt. Um, or it, it might not be still. It definitely was at one point. So I mean, they're going to figure out a way to get their best weapons involved. Keenan Allen started that game slow. He ended with I like, think it was nine for one hundred and three. Mike Williams ended with like eight for eighty something and a touchdown because that touchdown actually hurt me in fantasy because uh, I had Love Keenan Mike Allen Williams. and the guy that was playing had Mike Williams and Eckler actually. Um, so yeah, I think mean, that's I, I like that play. That's gonna like I said that's gonna be a fun game to watch. It's, it's we'll see what yeah. happens, but I, I expect a lot of passing through that one. So let's see some big points.
1: Yeah, no, I, like I said, I like that game a lot. Um, big Mike Williams guy, by the way. You know that from about me. but you.
0: Clemson um, pride.
1: My next, my next game is going to be Saints minus three. This is a game I already bet because now it's moving up to three and a half. I just saw some places. Uh, I don't know if this is a trap game or not because the number seems a little strange to me, but I'm taking it anyway. I'm leaning with the favorite and the Saints. Um, I have a question. You, do, do people not respect Jameis Winston's LASIK, LASIK surgery yet or what?
0: I don't think they do. Um, they,
1: they not witness him throw five touchdowns, zero interceptions?
0: They not. watch well, the beginning of an MVP season.
1: No. You know, it's not looking so good. Plus like
0: 5,000 5, Winston MVP bet. Now it's down to plus
1: 1,800. Yeah. We, I mean, it'll probably go back up. We'll probably throw an interception in this one. It's um, fine.
0: Throw 30 interceptions. It doesn't matter when you throw 60 touchdowns. You're on track for 85 touchdowns right now, baby.
1: Yeah. Shout out to six for giving those ridiculous stats out the other That's day. What I'm saying. <laughs> Um listen the Saints made Aaron Rodgers look like a flag football keg league quarterback. That defense is all over him, wide on rice, two interceptions, couple sacks. Pressure on pretty much every play. Now, are we about to say that Sammy Smooches Donald is better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um Listen, if I take this number up to a whole touchdown and the field goal and the uh, extra point. So make it a seven if you want it to be. Um, it's an auto play at, at three. Uh, the Saints didn't even need to show anything on offense. They, they uh, went through the ball 20 times, had 145 uh, passing, 146 passing yards, five touchdowns. The most targets out of one player was Trapman with six. You know, it was mostly a a Kamara running in the end zone kind of day. Uh, Jameis is here. There's no film for for for
0: the Panthers'
1: Panthers defense to really get a good look at, like, what a full drive looks looks like for them. Um, Don't overthink this, in my opinion. The Panthers could hardly snuck out a win against the Jets. So, Saints minus three or nothing for me on this one. I love the Saints. It's an
0: interesting pick for me. I don't hate it. The, the football guy in me, the gambler doesn't hate it. The football guy in me sits there and thinks this could be a letdown game after that big win against the Packers. Because that's something that, you know, playoff a playoff thing. I saw, I'm not. I, if anything, I'll play a total or a team total. Um, I won't play the spread on this game. Um, but as soon as I was reading that game earlier today, I was looking at it. And something to me just screams letdown. Where the Saints are coming off that big, big game against the Packers, and that's the bad boys of the NFC, the Packers, and everyone thinks you know, Super Bowl picks and whatnot, and the Saints just take a step back a little bit with Breeze gone. I don't know. I just, I won't play this. Game, but Listen, I. Interesting.
1: I don't. I don't hate your theory. Um, I, I'm just a big believer in Jameis. I think the team's more talented. It's a, it's a good defense with the Panthers, but they are young. You know, Jameis is a stud, and worst case. Come on, I'll run it. Give it to him. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's definitely, a, definitely interesting. I think I'd probably lean to the under in the game. Close to number
1: uh, at? I don't have the number. I have it at
0: 45 right now. Uh, I, I do I, I think I kind of lean under because the, Pan- the Panthers do have a pretty solid defense, and I don't I don't really trust the Panthers' offense yet with Darnold no. back there. Um, he didn't look terrible in that first game and everything, but he didn't wow by any means. He reminded me of Sammy Sleeves, Sammy Bradford. So, um, you know, it's an it's an interesting game. You know, I don't I would even consider maybe sprinkling a money line just because that's, you know, I think it could be a letdown potentially. But logic, the Saints should the Saints should cover. Definitely. There's no it, reason. It for that
1: took part. it took two game two picks for him to start fading me again. There's that's, that's, that's no loyalty in this, <laughs> no loyalty in this company, I swear. Real quick, before we go to anything else, I just want to bring it up to the 20th time this week about Mr. Joe Green, our producer. We're sitting there watching football, and if you follow FFD, which you should be, at FFD underscore podcast, my sit of the week was, one of my three sits of the week was um, Daryl Henderson. He's got six fantasy points, looking great. And he's like, give the ball to Darryl Henderson. Give the ball to Darryl Henderson. I'm like, are you not a company man? <laughs> I have him on, on my team. I'm like, you're up by 50. Let it go. Let it go. Be a company man. Let me, let me be winning here. Yeah. Give me a win. What's your next pick, Morgan?
0: All right, my next one. I'm going to take the Bills laying three and a half in Miami against the Dolphins. Uh, This is going to be game. If you watch that game against Pittsburgh with Buffalo the other day, Buffalo dominated that game. There was a couple plays –
1: that's a stretch. They, I watched so every Buffalo,
0: second of that game. All right, all right. If you don't want to say dominated, fine. But they had that game kind of in hand. They outgamed the Steelers 371 to 252 yards. Like they were cooking on offense. And the Steelers had a pretty good defense. Yes, they were not putting the ball in the end zone, which is a problem. Um, but they were moving the ball around. Uh, it was sacks. It was turnovers. It was a muffed punt that killed Buffalo in that game. And they just couldn't get it done at the end of the, time, at the, end of the game. I think Buffalo is going to come out and lay a monster number against Miami. Um, this is Miami. Came and has had a big win against New England, their big rival, and everything. I think New England and Miami are really that second tier of the AFC. They're really battling as maybe a potential wild card team. Um, they can go to it, but it's going to be two very different offenses. You have a conservative offense that is New England versus an aggressive aerial attack that is uh, Buffalo. Buffalo averaged over six yards per play last season. Yes, they're only at five, 4.7 yards per play for week one, but they were over six yards per play last season, whereas they just New England just put up 5.6 yards per play against Miami. This is telling me that they're going to put big plays out there. They're going to move the ball. Second, Miami's defense, it's not that great. They have a really good secondary. Yes, that's awesome, but the receivers that Buffalo has are not really burner type of guys. They are route runners. They get open. They find that those little crevices. Stephon Diggs, he's gonna hit you your prop. Again, he did it again. I had a play on Stephon Diggs over his, his receptions this past week. The dude is money when it comes mm-hmm. to his receptions. He's like 17 and one in his last 18 on his reception prop. It's unbelievable. Um for for Buffalo, I, I really think they're come out. The Dolphins allowed 51 plays in the air last season of over 20 yards. I think it's really going to kickstart Josh Allen's season right here. It's going to allow him to come out, you know, find some place. And like I said, it's not going to be that massive home run, that 62-yard one. But it's going to be that yards after the catch that are going to be huge in this game. Uh, I I think Stephon Diggs is going to cook. Dawson Knox might find a little something-something. Cole Beasley might find something. Gabriel Davis, we're both big Gabriel Davis guys here.
1: Probably out this week.
0: Okay, he's out this week.
1: Probably Good. doesn't probably.
0: change my play for that. Uh, but also going back at it, Buffalo is eight and two straight up and six and four against the spread in divisional games as the road favorite in the last, past the two seasons. Give me Buffalo laying three and a half. I'd probably play it up to about six and a half or so.
1: Fun fact. Two fun facts. First fun fact is positive. One's negative. All right. All
0: right. Start last time
1: Buffalo first. and <laughs> last time Buffalo Miami played, Buffalo beat them fifty-six to twenty. Love to see it, right? I
0: absolutely love to see that. Yeah.
1: This is what you're going to hate to see. <laughs> 94% of the money is on Buffalo. Smart money. To...
0: Smart money. They're, they're watching this it. podcast right now.
1: They're Listen, riding I, with Morgan. My heart, I, I want it to be on, on my thing, and I did that research. And I was like, I'm going to stay off. I'm going to stay away. Okay, I'm going to stay cool. away. Because I'm Buffalo's my second favorite team. That game was intense for me to watch, the Steelers-Buffalo game. Very intense. But it is what it is. Uh, I will say the Buffalo defense looked real good. That defensive line looked very, very good. Uh, Rousseau, obviously, we talked about him. You know, he should have been a top 15 pick if he didn't stay. That
0: guy, I liked him.
1: But he looked very strong on the end. Uh, Oliver looked great. So, I don't hate the pick at all.
0: Epinenza, I don't know how to say his name. E.J. from Iowa. He's a pretty solid guy over there. It's a good run stuffing, and they can do some things. I, I don't trust Tua. I think that's what it really comes down to at the end of the day. I don't I, trust him.
1: I went back and watched a lot of that Dolphins game, and I saw I, I was like, oh, it's a little strange. And then I confirmed it on Twitter. He throws 85% of his balls to the left side.
0: Interesting. That's very it's
1: interesting. The average for like a you know who the dominant left hand, it doesn't matter, is 64%.
0: Left side cornerback for Buffalo is Mr. Tredavious White. Kind of an all-pro.
1: No yeah, big deal there.
0: Top three. <laughs> pretty good guy. He's
1: pretty good. I was just, like, I was trying to come up with some more Tua Slander, and, I like, I went back and watched the game. I was like, <laughs> ah, it can't be true. And then, like, somebody literally just so happened to tweet it out. It was like he throws the ball to the left side 85% of the time. The average is 64%. Well, oh, okay. It's like, dominant hand side. So, because people are like, oh, he's a lefty. No, it's whatever your dominant hand. So, if you're righty, you tend to throw the right more. If you're lefty, you obviously tend to throw the left more, but... He doesn't throw the ball to the right side. He's kind of like Saquon. He can only run right. Can't 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 run left.
0: Saquon um, ain't running anywhere behind that offensive line. Yeah. He can only run backwards pretty much.
1: Yeah. My next pick is going to be over 39 and a half yards for Kyle Pitts.
0: <laughs> Fucking Kyle Pitts, that motherfucker. <laughs>
1: Don't even worry. I told I texted, texted Morgan today because he was like, oh, I'm going to try to trade for Kelsey. No, trade for Kyle Pitts in all of your fantasy leagues. Cal Pitts disappointed many, many fantasy owners, including myself. Uh, I don't own him, but I have so much company stock, if you will, in Cal Pitts. It's our most viewed video. You know, my argument saying he's a top five fantasy tight end. Um, last week was the the matchup of the century for him. Morgan agrees. Eagles can't yeah. stop a tight ends in the last decade.
0: Very underwhelming. I was it, it killed a parlay I had, and I had a pretty nice. I got to do math. Hold on. Five-unit play on Kyle Pitts over in his receiving prop. It's
1: brutal. This is the week. Kyle Pitts showed me what I wanted to see. He was lining up out wide, lining up in the slot more, more times than line up on inside. Um, last week, he lined up in the slot 18, 18 times. And if you can't do, can't do math very well, I'll give you the math. It was 42% of snaps he lined up in the slot. Um, now you're thinking, hey, why does that matter? What was that? Guy, what was the um the Buccaneers' uh, nickel corner Murphy that got hurt? Yeah. He's out. You know who his backup is, Mister Ross Cockrell, one of the worst, one of the worst backups in the league. Former, he got uh,
0: Steeler, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, he
1: was terrible. He's yeah. not Steelers anymore. <laughs> um, he was torched by both Amari and Ceedee Lamb, both very good wide receivers. But good thing is, Kyle Pitts most likely going to be his uh his matchup in this one. Uh, he allowed a 143.9 passer rating in week one. Um, in reality, Kyle Pitts really needs two or three catches to get there for that 39 and a half. Uh, I love this number, and I can't wait for the haters to be shut the fuck up. about Sell sell all Kyle Pitts stocks. Sell it all. I'll take everything you got. I've I'm in five fantasy leagues. I'm trading for all of them, trying to get him in all of them this week.
0: I love Kyle Pitts. I mean... I was very hurt when he didn't go. I really like – I like him, the player. I love him, the fantasy player. Um, I actually just traded for him in Madden today too <laughs> because I like him. That's
1: so what we going to do after this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got Sell the form. Let's get him in here. Um, yeah, I like that pick a lot, and you know, I think that's a really good one. I That's actually one of my, one of my plays is in that game as well. Um, so I really – I think that's a really good play. Kyle Pitts is going to be a stud. You know, tight ends historically do not light up the NFL – their first season it usually takes a year or two um you never there's really hasn't ever been that guy like Gronk I probably is the only one in recent memory who really like as soon as he entered the league was just ridiculous and the stud and everything and Gronk's just built different like there's there's no Gronk um so I like that play I, I'd be interested in that one as well um all right my next play that I'm gonna have is heading back out to the AFC champions uh Chiefs I'm going to play this at two different numbers. I got it when it first opened at minus one. Uh, It is up to minus three right now, and I am going to play it again at minus three uh, against Baltimore. In Baltimore, this is a Sunday night football game. Um, Every year, there is that team that is just destroyed by injuries. Last year, it was the 49ers. This year, it is the Ravens. That, I don't know if you've read that injury list. It looks like a wedding invitation list. Like, it just mm-hmm. keeps going with names. They just lost, I think it's either left guard or right guard for the season, Tyree Phillips. They, they are just falling apart left and right. And it, it does kind of stink to see, because, but it not for me. Not for me because I don't like the Ravens. But, you know, you don't ever want to see a good team. You know, well, you have a different reason, you're Steelers fan. But you never want to see a good team really just get torn apart with injuries. It kind of sucks, but take advantage of it. Turnovers are a massive issue for Baltimore. Lamar Jackson is a liability. Um, he had those two late fumbles that were just fatal in that game against Vegas. There's no reason it ever should have came down to that point. But Lamar, if you watch Lamar in the pocket, he just dances with the ball, just loosey goosey in his hand. You know, and he holds the ball way too long. I've seen quarterbacks who hold the ball way too long. My quarterback Carson Wentz did it a lot during his tenure with the Eagles, you're, you're and still he had a your quarterback. My boy, I'll stand by him no matter what, even if he's not here anymore. Um, He had the most fumbles of any first quarterback in his first four seasons of all time. And if he's averaging over one a game, Carson Wentz, this is. Um, because he would hold the ball way too long. Lamar Jackson is doing the same thing, and he just runs around. Like I said, he runs around with the ball just in one hand, all over the place. Not a care in the world of where anyone's coming. Carl Nassib came around the corner, slapped it out of him. Max Crosby, who's probably one of my favorite players to watch gotcha. in the NFL, he is a
1: machine. Seems almost he, catch up to uh, Lamar in that one play. Yeah, he's awesome.
0: He is going to be a Pro Bowler at some point. Like he is that good. Um, he ripped one out of Lamar's hands. Like it was re- insane how much. Go to the other side of the ball for Baltimore. Their defense gave up a lot of big plays to Oakland, especially down the stretch. And again, they are the walking wounded back there. Marlon Humphrey started to get beat up. You put a finger up. You got something.
1: Yeah, did you? I just want to ask you, did you watch the Peyton Manning, Eli? um, I flipped between
0: a bunch of different things. You should have watched
1: it in the fourth quarter, because I'll tell you why they kept getting burnt. Uh, Uh, If you you were listening, if you were watching, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Essentially, in the fourth quarter, they were just essentially calling their own play. Against the defense, all of the fourth quarter and the overtime, they ran cover zero the entire fourth yeah,
0: quarter. Yeah, I, I did see that actually, which was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, put some respect on my guy Derek Carr's name. Like yeah. he's not, he's not that bad. He's not Trevor Lawrence out there. Fresno like, State, on. great. That's right. You know, Got to have him and Devonte Adams linking up again. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Um, Baltimore, like I said, their defense it wasn't that great if you have to put Marlon Humphrey covering Hunter Renfro, you've got real problems that you can't stop Hunter Renfro on, you know, coming at you. They had no answer for Darren Waller whatsoever. What is Travis Kelsey going to do to this defense? Like it is going to be un- unbelievable. Chiefs offense. Like I said, I think I-, I teased it a little bit ago. They didn't have like the massive big plays they usually do or anything, um, but they still average 6.4 yards per play uh, this in this last game. And Baltimore gave up six point one yards of play. That's one of the largest numbers Baltimore's ever had with this de- any of this defenses they throw out there, right? And what I love most about this team, because these are two playoff teams, generally speaking. Uh, these are two of the best, maybe not this year, but they're generally speaking two of the better teams in the AFC. Kansas City in their last five matchups is four and one against the spread head to head against Baltimore. Chiefs, land three. Give it to me.
1: No, I, I like that a lot. I like it better at one, obviously, but I, I, I do like it. I love it at one.
0: I have a 10-unit play on it at
1: one. Ooh, d- double, double max bet banger. We're
0: going big. We're going big. I do I'm like so that. Fed.
1: You could you could essentially add that to my card. I, I have a teaser. I couldn't find a fifth play. I wasn't really sure. Okay. I need some confirmation from you, so there it is. You can add that to my card officially. Um,
0: love to see it. Love to see the boys riding.
1: Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I, have a, I have a teaser for you. A little, a, little, a little sprinkle in the teas, you know we'll have, a, oh, a have some fun you know you just want to tease me i tease you kind of thing well, how you doing <laughs> Ooh, save uh, that for after the show sorry sorry ladies and gentlemen i got a little of my feelings right there uh <laughs> i have a 6.5 point teaser only because the line just moved and i don't want to give out the wrong kind of teaser i uh, normally i only do six point teasers but you know if, if i have to lose the half i lose the half um the Bucs and the Browns. I like the Browns by themselves as it is, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But the Bucs are going up against uh, a team that the Eagles beat down bad last week. The Falcons looked all sorts of bad. Couldn't even get Calvin Ridley to, to go off after that first drive. The Bucks offense looked very, very good. Their defense, not so much, which makes me not very confident in the 12-and-a-half that they're laying. Um, the defense, I, I don't know. They look slow. Uh, they looked slow. It, am I wrong?
0: I think that's a Super Bowl hangover. I think that's a week week to week kind of thing and once they kick it in the gear and Bruce Arians and mainly Tom Brady kicks it in the gear with those guys, I'm not worried because that's one of my plays. I actually am on the Bucks lines 12, 12 and a half on this.
1: In theory, um, I don't hate it. But
0: Yeah. I'll let yeah, it's uh, you know, I think I think it's a super bowl hangover effect with that. It's just you didn't have a full off season so the other guys did. You were drinking a little bit too much, partying a little bit too much, you know, taking that trophy around, throwing it across the river and everything. oh
1: everybody That's but Tom Briggs, he was drinking after that one one day of tequila, he was back on his green juice. Back you on know that man.
0: grind. He was back on the grind. The tb V twelve method, baby.
1: Yeah. Um listen, they gave up what was it twenty eight points to the Cowboys. The 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 Falcons aren't the Cowboys. You have to put respect where respect is due, even though they're in your division rivals. The Cowboys have a top five offense. They really do. They have all the pieces. It's just whether they can put it together and Dak can have a great game, and the defense and all that. We're not here to talk about the Cowboys. The Falcons stink. Matt Ryan looked like he was never even ever had a opportunity to ever win MVP in his life. He, he looked like Carson Wentz out there. He looked terrible.
0: it was it was unbelievable because Matt Ryan historically plays the Eagles very well. Yeah. as a he is a local boy. He comes out and puts up numbers.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe just,
0: maybe Julio being gone just changed everything.
1: Yeah, I mean they 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 tried to throw the ball didn't work. He looked bad. I think they do get it together a little bit. I'm a little worried about the twelve and a half. I don't like I don't like it as much as I do. But like if you bring it down to a six. They, they should they should cover that, no problem. And as far as the, the Browns go, I, I do think that they can cover the original number. Uh, quick stat about the handle on the Browns. Only 50% of early bets are on the Browns, but they carry 94% of the money, which is something you love to see. Uh, only having about 50% but having most of the money it means a lot of sharp action is on it, especially earlier on in the week. Um, you know, The Browns are playing one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, unlike urban meyer kevin stefanski will know to run the ball down the texans throat until they choke got a little bit of nick chubb uh
0: <laughs> you know like i said
1: i lean this game by itself i haven't officially made it a play yet uh anything under 14 i'd take it but with the 12 and a half that i just moved to I, as i was writing this it was still 12 and then i'd like looked back just to double check it when i went to go make the bet then it was 12 and a half it's like fuck i gotta add the point five. um the Texans just took advantage of Urban Meyer in a way that they won't be able to do with the Browns. The Browns are going to come out very angry after losing that game in, in, in that, I would say, embarrassing fashion. But that's back-to-back times. They just lost to, to, to the Chiefs, and that's not going to happen against the uh, the Texans. I like the – you bring us down both to six. Uh, if you don't like either one of these, take take the Broncos just to win. I think that that's even better. I couldn't decide which one I wanted. You could take all three of them. Uh, but you never tease three teams, you only tease two. And always when you're teasing, I want I told you last week I wanted to bring it up. That's why I made it a play. When you're teasing, always make sure you you tease it through football numbers. Don't just take a teaser just to lower it by six points. make sure it's with reason. Um, usually, I take a I take a teaser between like seven or eight. make make sure it gets through seven, six, and three. But in this case, I'm getting through ten, nine, seven, and then I'll push it six if I have to. But usually, I'm not going to push it six. So give it to me.
0: I like that. That's not bad at all. Um, I mean, tr- I actually might even ride that one with you because I do like that a lot.
1: Let's go. the boys, boy I ride
0: with, boy. with my boy. I will ride with that one. I do like that. The logic is there. I, I feel good about that. Um, I'll kind of piggyback off of there because I have one of my plays is the Bucks. I have it at my I did get it at minus twelve. Like you said, it also jumped to minus twelve and a half with this game. Um I was able to get it at minus twelve against the Falcons. Um, everything Billy said the Eagles, my Eagles, just convincingly beat the Falcons. Um if you watch this game, I watched every single snap of this game. It was an int- it was a much closer game in the beginning and everything.
1: I just to progress more.
0: Okay, you're good. I'll keep talking. <laughs> um, it was a very interesting game um okay. <laughs> sorry guy. this guy i'm, I'm this guy. dying to thirst unbelievable. Over unbelievable unbelievable um like i said I, I i i didn't i didn't go too far i didn't want to tease it too much for the viewers and everything um eagles won convincingly in this game by double digits but it was in the first half a little bit closer of a game than it ended up being um jalen hurts like i said earlier he tore up that defense. The Falcons' defense stinks. It is not good. The Falcons are going to be in the running for the first overall pick, definitely. Um, the Bucks' offense, it looked like a well-oiled machine, and that's with Mike Evans doing almost nothing. Once they figure get Mike Evans reincorporated into that offense and everything and get a little bit more of a semblance of a running game, they're going to be unstoppable again. Like it's it's unbelievable. They're just gonna pick apart these t- weak teams in the division. I'm so sorry, Carolina. I'm so sorry, Atlanta. You're going to get hogbollied four times this year, um, and it's it sucks for you. But give me those points. Uh, Tampa last year was 12 and 8 against the spread, but Atlanta was only 5 and 7, and then 2 and 4 against their own division. So Atlanta doesn't cover. They're, there's no shot they're gonna cover this game. This is this is gonna be a runaway game for Tampa Bay in my book.
1: I agree. I just, the number doesn't, like, the 12, it's a little strange to me. Like, I feel it's like weird. it should be, like, a 17-point spread, but, like, the NFL never give you that. Um, there's a reason why the NFL is the hardest sport to bet on because they're usually right. But um, I'm, I'm off that game as far as a straight-up spread goes, but I will be on the teaser. I don't hate it, though. I They should win by 30. They really should. Oh,
0: absolutely. This, to me, this game's going to end up being like a 37-10 to 10
1: game. I mean, this game could have a bigger final spread than the the under I'm about to take next. So, um, <laughs> going through, I'm going to be on the Jets, Pats, under 42.5. Love uh, that. Back. Yeah, I mean, well, when we well, broke down each, each conference, I told you guys I'm going to be on the the Pats unders all year. We have the Jets unders all year. This is, a, this is what I'm a to call system play, like how we did good teams over, two good defenses over and whatnot. AFC East is uh, under system play for me. Um, just going to run through why I'm going to be on it. No actual, like, player reasons. Or just, it's just statistics. Under, 4-0, and last Patriots, for four, last four Patriots road games. Under, 8-1, and last Patriots, 9 overall. Uh, under seven and one in Patriots last eight on field turf, uh, under six and one Patriots last seven versus the AFC, uh, under 12 and two in the Patriots last 14 row games versus a team with a home losing record. Um, on the Jets side, let's take a quick look. There it goes. Uh, under four, and one last just five overall under four, one, the jets last five as an underdog, uh, Under five and one, five and two in the Jets last seven following against the spread loss. Under is five and two in the Jets last seven after scoring less than fifteen points. How many times do I have to say under before you just take (laughs) the under?
0: I'm literally putting a bet in for the under right now.
1: (laughs) I saw you pick up your phone. (laughs) Um, You want another one? I'll give you one more. Just log in. I'll give you one more. The under is 7 and 3 in the Jets' last 10 games following up a straight up loss. Under, under, under. Mr. Mo Watts, I have the microphone in my hand.
0: Absolutely love
1: it. Take the under.
0: Yeah, I'm, just, all, I'm, I'm literally putting it in right now. <laughs> like, I yeah, love that. Play. I
1: mean, it worked last week when I was on the. the uh, that was another bet that I did, I did win. Patriots, Dolphins under. It hit by a mile. I told you guys that was a. It's just gonna be a system play, and it's going to work. Lock me in. Lock, lock, lock Morgan in <laughs> I just locked it in <laughs> I,
0: lo- I love that play. I honestly had forgotten when we talked about the unders for those games and everything. And I looked at that game earlier, and I was like, "This, this is gonna be a slop fest." Like, mm-hmm. I don't. You got two rookie quarterbacks going up out there. It's gonna be nothing great. But they always play each other very closely. Belichick has has just a pure hatred of the Jets, but it's gonna be a tough game. You know, it's going to be a, it's going to be like a 19 to 17 kind of game. Like yeah. It's, it's going to be ugly. The Patriots aren't going to put up big points all season. Like it's just, that's not what they're built to do. Um, they have a pretty solid defense. Still, the jets aren't awful on the defensive end. They have some nice pieces. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I locked that play in. I absolutely love that pick.
1: Live locked in. Live, Live
0: locked in. <laughs> Live in the moment. Lock that right now. That will be on my card as well. Come Sunday. Um. All right, I'm going to another game that I think is going to be super ugly. Uh, I'm on Cincinnati Moneyline versus the Chicago Bears. The Bears are atrocious. They are just a terrible team. They are awful to watch. They are coming off a terrible performance against the Rams where they lost by 20, but they did not look good. Their defense looked old. It looked slow, like I said a couple weeks ago when I was previewing, previewing the NFC. They got cooked. Matt Matt Stafford was throwing that ball at will against them. Joe Burrow did not look terrible throwing it against the Vikings defense. He threw for 261 and two touchdowns. You know, he he stood in there well. Their offensive line is still a problem, but Jamar Chase caught the ball. T. Higgins is out there still. Tyler Boyd is out there still. Mixon ran very well. Like they have a lot of at- weapons on that side of the ball that I don't think Chicago can really hold up against. Um, as long as Andy Dalton is out there for the Bears, there's no weapons on that offense. Montgomery is going to get eight in the box every single game stacking up against him. Montgomery I ran real Robinson. well
1: last week, though.
0: He did. He did. I Well, yeah, I agree. He did run very well. Um, but I think that's because you focus so much on, like, Andy Dalton's not going to beat you. You know, Allen Robinson really didn't do anything in that game. And he's a very good receiver. He's probably a top ten receiver in the NFL. You need to put Justin Fields in there to free Allen Robinson. I got Allen Robinson my fantasy team. Free A. Rob. We're gonna start a hashtag Free A. Rob movement right now.
1: He'll Uh, he'll probably still somehow catch a thousand
0: yards this year. Oh, absolutely, he will. He'll find a way because he's a he is a talented receiver. Um, But I I said the Bengals' offense put up three hundred sixty six yards of combined just combined offense against the Vikings. Vikings have a pretty decent defense. They're not that bad. You know, they so like we said in the NFC preview show, they were relying more on veterans in the secondary this year instead of the older or the younger guys and everything. It's going to prove dividends down the line. I said I think the Vikings are going to be a playoff team. I think they might have a chance at winning that division, especially with that pick. Looking to win the division looks great right now after that Packers game. So let me just say that. I will toot myself on the horn. Um, Chicago's offense does nothing. They put up 4.7 yards per play. Like I said they don't have the weapons. And they're keeping their best weapons sitting on the bench. So I think Cincinnati comes in and wins this game uh, just outright. I Right now, I had a number. Uh, it was plus money on Cincinnati because they were, I think, a three point underdog originally with this game in Chicago. I'm try, actually trying to pull it up right now. But they I, are currently
1: two and a half, but it did. Open two and a half to three. Yeah. So the money's coming in on, on the Bengals for sure. Trying yeah, I to get plus, people to bet I on I got theirs. plus
0: I got plus 125 right now on a Bengals money line. Absolutely. Give it to me. It's if I don't, I'd don't, i rather have that than a plus two and a half for the Bengals. It's going to be a few, more than a field goal game at the end of the day for this one. Let me get the Bengals to win. I think they have a very good shot at this. Burrow looked good. I like Joe Burrow now. I'm a Joe Burrow guy.
1: Oh, now he's a Joe Burrow guy. I, I
0: flip-flopped,
1: you know? Oh, flippy floppy <laughs> um, I'm not as confident <laughs> as you are on that money line, but I do think if you're going to take a plus two and a half or a Plus three, you might as well sprinkle at least. Um, I don't know how I feel about that game. I don't like betting on the Bears ever until Matt Nagy is gone. Danny Dalton stinks, but it's Matt Nagy that's really the problem, if we're being honest. like They had a chance to get get that game close on Sunday, and Matt Nagy purposely runs a 13-yard pass instead of a 15-yard pass. (laughs) <laughs> to not get the fourth down conversion it was brutal to watch I feel bad for these players because that was how the play is designed feel like, bad for he,
0: all of our fans in chicago right now watching this just knowing that they have to watch this slop every single week
1: yeah i mean it it was exhilarating watching justin fields go on the field on the second play of the game and i was like oh he took a one play and then he was right <laughs> back on the bench i felt so bad for the kid because he's he had the helmet on the entire game, like, waiting. Like, All right, to go. Do it. He
0: wanted it.
1: Um, I have one quick college lean before we close it out, just because there was some news that happened today. I just want to throw it in the show before it's too late. Uh, Nevada minus two, uh, Nevada money line. if you'd like. If you want to feel a little bit safe, it's only minus 135 at the minus two. Um, before the line goes up, it probably already went up. I haven't checked again. I took it before blindly. Uh they're playing Kansas State. Kansas State's quarterback will be out. They'll have their backup quarterback in. Uh it was a pick 'em. They already moved to minus two. Grab it up until it gets to minus three and a half. Once that once it hits the three and a half, that's a bad number. And we don't need to go down that road again with Mr. Mo but what a bad number, what not a bad number is. But uh I digress. But I just want to throw that out there. I've already bet it and that's an official pick. We'll talk more into it tomorrow. I'll break the game down a little bit more.
0: I can't wait to talk college again. I love college yeah. football so much.
1: It's so it is, in the NFL. It was brutal. College football was brutal to me, but I love it. Uh, you know what? I'll take the loss. I'll take. I don't like taking the loss in seven games, but to go watch Ohio State live, it's quite intense. Quite intense. You know.
0: I mean, you we know, you said we we talked pre-show about it and. I felt jealous. I'm very jealous. You know, we were saying like Penn State whiteout games. Everyone knows I hate Penn State, but Penn State whiteout game. Those experiences you can't miss them. There's nothing like it. You don't have that in the NFL.
1: There's none of that experiences.
0: I was sitting
1: two rows behind these Oregon fans. Former Marines, real nice guys, weren't like disrespectful towards us, but they were like picking fights with the the student crowd because you know 18 year old (laughs) kids wasted all day. You know that's that's how it's gonna go. But you guys know I'm a hockey fan. The guy literally turns around. Uh, you watched the game because you had the Oregon minus 13 and a half. You know that, that third down stop they had when the plays went absolutely nutty? Yeah. And then they went four and a fourth down and they eventually got it. But the third down, the guy turns around and he goes, you are so fucking loud. I go, listen, dude, I'm a hockey fan. I'm built for this. I don't know if th- these, these people around me are. <laughs> like, I was with some timid kids. They're like, not really like crazy about like just going wild like I am. I was, I'm a Buckeyes fan for life now win lose or draw
0: i'm glad i was on that oregon side that's all i gotta say uh, listen,
1: i, I you can't, I can't just go there i can't go into the horseshoe no, that's fair that ain't gonna I happen
0: i agree with you completely i am 100 percent agree with that you got to ride with the school you're going to watch right there too big of a number there's no way i was going
1: that's there that's fair um that's it right morgan
0: it is. Yeah, I do have one more pick, but I'm actually I'm going to leave that in the pick six. The other one listening right now viewing, go find it in the article that's going to get posted. It's going to be out either tonight or tomorrow morning.
1: Good promo. Uh, I got one more
0: play I got one more play that I really like in there. Actually, it might be one of my my top. It probably is a top play of the week for me. Maybe it might even make it into the lock of the week category. Um, it's one that I'm really excited about. It is a four oh five game. That's where I'll kind of leave it at right there. So take a look, ffdpodcast.com ffdpodcast.com. You'll see the week two p- pick six right there. Yeah. You can go. You can go find that pick right there for yourself. Yeah, Let's just leave it
1: there. That, that was a great promo. Didn't see that coming. That was <laughs> beautiful. Um, that will be up before this our episode comes up, so it'll be live by the time you get to watch this. Uh, it'll be promoted all over everything. Uh, Mister Marwask, where can we find you at?
0: You can find me at Mo Watts 26 but mainly you can find me at Betting the Diagonal. I am there consistently. We are both there consistently putting up plays. We cannot wait. There is a college football and NFL game tomorrow, what we said earlier. I don't know if we'll, we'll, we'll touch on the NFL game. There is the college football game does intrigue me a little bit. Uh, it is Ohio versus Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Lafayette ended the season as the number 21 ranked team in the country. They aren't there anymore. They got shellacked by Texas week one. Um, but they're still a pretty solid team. I and mean, you know I love my matching. So I got to get some Maxion action, baby.
1: All right. You can follow me at BillyFFD on Twitter. You can follow me at Ffd underscore podcast. You can follow me at Betting Diagonal. Follow us on Instagram, Betting Diagonal, uh, not Betting Diagonal. Ffd underscore podcast for all your fantasy football questions. We will have our our best bets for NFL up there officially every week now. um Listen, guys, nothing lasts forever. My, my cold streak going to come to an end. Everything's going to be better. You know, it's a new week, new new week new me. I'm a new man. Found a new favorite team. Until next time, guys, best of luck. We'll see you guys tomorrow.